Hello, and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I am Connor from the House of L. And I am Ray from the House of Zod. And today we uh, find ourselves not in Australia. <laughs> I woke up in a strange house. Uh, it's <laughs> kind of creepy. Not the first time, Connor. No, except this is this feels interdimensional. Uh, <laughs> it, it feels very mysterious and secret, but I'm not sure which one it is. It so feels, it's, it's pretty spooky. But there's a creepy dude who keeps narrating things upstairs, and I don't really <laughs> want to go up there. Um, but yeah, uh, while we're here, we're going to read Superman comics until we get sent back to our lovely country. In fact, I might just try and stay here, really. It is uh, pretty good. Once you get you get used to the, the mould, and you get used yeah, to the, the rotting smell. smell. Exactly. It's not that bad, really. I mean, it's, it's not like any other... It's like any other... Night out, really? Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it could be much worse places. So, yes, how has your week been going, Ray? Yes, we. I know we're bi-weekly, but since mm-hmm. it's Halloween, we thought we would get a Halloween episode out. A so, a bit of a special one. A bit of a special one for this super. Uh, what do we call? What do we call the podcast listeners? Do we do we have a name for them, Connor? I don't know. Uh, cr- I mean. Yeah, mm, I mean, you have a disciple of Zod or an acolyte of Zod. Yes, that's uh, I don't seem to have anyone. Yeah, so I'm, I'm I don't know. That. Maybe, maybe it'll become apparent in time. Okay, well, our faithful listeners, um, yeah, I've actually super them. listeners, our super, <laughs> super listeners, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's um. Oh, I've actually forgotten the whole point. <laughs> I forgot the question. Right. Um, no, I, it's pretty much what's new. Have you been? Yeah, good. Indulging good. in any Superman-related things in the past week? Or oh, look, you know, and to remind the, our super listeners as well, I am the newbie, so I am the utterly wet behind the ears. I am the young blood, as opposed to Connor L, who literally, you know. The name says it all. He has the blue blood himself. So, actually, I, I have been a little slack on the Superman front. Uh, still eager to learn, but I've really got to pick my feet up if I, if I want to learn something proper. Uh, but I did manage to read this issue, which was good. Uh, I've heard... A th- uh, I was about to say 1004. Action Comics 1004. That came out, didn't it, Connor? And uh, I've, yes. heard, uh, I've heard some reviews on it. What, were your, what was your take on it? Oh, it sucked. Yeah, I think I, I think I just remembered your message. Yes, like it's not not for all the reasons everyone's saying, but like I just thought it was boring. All right, <laughs> it's like this is boring. Is I don't it... want to read about like I was just it's just yeah. a lot of talking that I don't care about. A bit too much Bendisy. Is it a bit Bendisy? Well, it's funny because. Uh, as I'm still going through this Exile Omnibus, which I'm really finished, and reading Perry White and that, and then Perry White and these Bendis issues, I'm like, oh, Perry White's definitely been hit with the Bendis dialogue hammer because ah, I'm, re- I'm reading it and I'm like, wait a minute, he doesn't really sound like Perry White. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, um, it's it's the first Dud issue. Okay, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I think In, I have action comics run, so yeah. I don't really... I think I'm a little behind. I've yet to read 1,003. It sounds weird saying 1,000 issues. Anyway, I think I'm up to 1,003. So, but it's I've a enjoyed good it. Yeah, yeah. And I've enjoyed everything up until now. So. Hmm. Yeah, it was strange how it just like sucked all of a sudden. But, you know. Yeah. Hopefully, the next one's better. Uh, Superman series, the Superman title, that's still very good. I'm still enjoying that. So. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. And you were reading, you're saying the Omnibus. the um... Yes, the Exile and Other Stories Omnibus, which is just fantastic. So what does that yeah. what does that cover? Obviously a lot, but is that... Um, are we talking about Volume 1 of Superman, or...? So the Exile Omnibus covers... Uh, picks up directly where John Burns are unfinished. Ah, uh, yep. And it covers the... the uh, like the build-up and the prelude to Superman in Exile, which is where he well exiles himself in space, mm-hmm. and then it like just deals with the aftermath, tying up some plot threads and tying into Death of Superman a bit later. 
Right. Um, yeah, I haven't finished it yet, so I'm not sure exactly where it leaves off. And it's really good. And, I mean, the Exile story is amazing in omnibus format because it just has beautiful art, uh, mm. you know, by, like, Dan Jurgens and Jerry Ordway um, of just Superman going through space and all this stuff. So Ooh, the omnibus, yeah. like, is really blown up and it really makes it nice. But it's just, like... To fully appreciate all of the story arcs, because it it takes place just after, like directly after John Burns run, but mm. there's the only way you can get that is by collecting nine trades. Ah, you know, and some of those trades are out of print now. Mm. So, like, I want to recommend this omnibus, but at the same time, holding off a bit because you'll appreciate it more. You know, they just got to release a couple of John Byrne omnibuses, honestly. Yeah. It would still be a decent standalone, surely. It's a it's a huge omnibus. Surely it would be Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um yeah. there's an exile trade you can get, which is just the exile storyline, but mm-hmm. you'd want the omnibus because of the uh touching up and everything that it got. Yeah. And look, uh, I've never I've never actually purchased an omnibus Connor L. Uh over here in the in the land of Zod, things are you know, things are, are quite different. Uh is it hard to read? Like that's what I hear. Like, you know, is it hard to read with the, the, the huge amount of pages and, and turning? Is it hard to read the inside? No. No, no? it's, a, it's okay. got a really good spine. Cool. Um, like, I just I just sit on the couch and lay it out in front of me. Obviously, at the very start and the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially if it's brand new. But, you know, it gets it gets pretty comfortable pretty quickly. So. Okay. Uh, I think it's only one of two Superman omnibuses besides all the Golden Age ones. I think really? I, don't know, I think they're like up to six in Golden Age now. But yeah, the other omnibus is Superman, Death, and Return. Do you know if that's a, a DC thing or not? Because Marvel released a lot of omnibuses, and you have a lot lesser known characters with a lot more omnibuses than, like, you know, say Daredevil. Oh, not Daredevil, Deadpool, or even Daredevil. Um, they've got a, a fair few more yeah. omnibuses. Yeah, Omnibuy. Well, they do Absolute Editions as well. Okay. Which are like big oversized hardcovers. Um, they're sort of similar to omnibuses, I guess. They they're just they're bigger, right? But they usually don't have as much content, right? right. So there's like an absolute edition for singular stories like Kingdom Come and Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh-huh. Uh, Superman just does, like he doesn't have many. Like he, I can list them right now. So he has those two omnibuses. He has Kingdom Come. He has for tomorrow, and then it's just like a couple of Superman and Batman absolutes. So ah, uh, yep, yeah, they they seem to be quite popular. They seem to pair them up quite a lot. I've seen. I was just flicking through a digital catalog, um, trying to you know obtain the issue that we're going to be looking at tonight, and I came across a lot of Batman and Superman. Uh, collections or trades, um, obviously a popular thing amongst the readers. Yeah, putting them both together. Oh, definitely, hugely, uh, and was hugely popular too. Yeah, um, I guess it would be like it would be like Iron Man and Captain America, right? I guess that's that's a yeah that's a sort of ready comparison. Mm. Like for the modern thing, uh, I feel like they get along a lot better these days than Iron Man and Captain America, but okay. I don't really read Iron Man and Captain America, so, but right. it's the obvious sort of yeah uh, optimistic guy and the, you know, super rich, yeah flawed sort That's of That's true. Well, there are big person. differences. No. Batman's, you know, brooding is quite, whereas Tony Stark's quite flippant, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, but no, no, I mean, I totally understand what you mean. Um, yeah. I haven't actually read heaps of, like, I haven't read the really famous Superman, Batman stuff. I've just, like, whenever it's popped up, I've generally read it, but I haven't okay. sort of sought out. All right. Showing a few chinks uh, in the armor there, Connor. So showing uh, a few chinks well, in the well, armor. Well, same with Justice League. Uh, <laughs> most of my Superman reading is solo Superman. Yeah. So, oh, of yeah. oh, okay. So, that's a, yeah, that's a whole nother branch that you've, of, yeah. the, of the tree that you haven't plucked. Yeah, because uh, as people who listen to Iron Fist know, I'm not a team book guy. Mm. Um, Justice League's probably where I'd, I'd probably make an exception for Justice League, but I don't know. I've just never really gotten around to it. And Superman wasn't in the Justice League for a while, so. Yeah. 
I yeah. find it. I mean, look mm. again from just a totally newbie point of view. Uh, Superman is such a big character. I, I'm, it's hard for me to imagine him being a team player. I mean, I mean, not 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 the sense of him being a bad team member, but just. It's just weird because he's such a... And I guess the like, same with Batman. Why does he need a team? Is that sort of what you mean? Well, just... Um, I mean, just even outside of comics, as a reader and stuff, you look at it, he's yeah. just... He, he's very standalone. He can he can function on his own quite well. Like, uh, not only the character itself, but the way he's written, the stories and all that. Um, he seems really big. Too big for a yeah. team, I think. That's... I guess because I've, I've thought about this a lot too. It's like Superman's bad guys have also been justice league bad guys hmm. like the justice league has fought brainiac and the justice league has fought dark side now i know i mean dark side's pretty much a superman bad guy now but mm-hmm. i know that he wasn't for ages but yeah so do the jla fights do they fight mongol our friend the melon head i'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty sure he'd show up awesome. um again in like i've watched yeah, you know, Justice League action cartoon. Uh, yeah, I think it's on Netflix. I think it's yeah. like a it's like a ten minutes kids show. I watched a fair bit of that. Oh, it's okay. really fun, and Mongols showed up in that. Mongol, like Mongol and the Joker. It was very strange, but <laughs> that sounds yeah. so funny, eh? Mongol yeah. and the Joker. I'm mostly watching it for Firestorm. Oh, I've seen him in the Flash. Yeah, really. Oh, in the show. So in he's the popped show. up there. Yeah. yeah, the guy with the fiery hair. Yeah, well, yeah, Firestorm's yeah. really cool in that cartoon, so... Okay. Really enjoy his episodes. Yeah. Yeah, but... I guess um, I guess we'll both be pretty new if we ever delve into, like, Justice League and, oh. you know, Superman and Batman books. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, you know, there, there could be an opening there for potential future episodes. I mean, we've got... There's, like, literally thousands of things we can pick from. Yeah. Not there, so... I mean, this isn't the issue we're covering, but I have read a vampire story with Superman and Batman. Uh, like, uh, it was John Byrne's story, so that was a team-up. I still can't wrap my head around them, teaming up, if that makes sense. Batman and, uh, Batman and Superman? Like, I get them teaming up, like, because yeah. they're buddies, but, like... And I really... Does Superman really need Batman? Come on. Does he? Does he well, really he's... need him? He's just so much more powerful than Batman. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. Yeah. What does I don't he know. need? It? It's well, C- because hmm. um, there's there's like Batman might show up because in in the run I'm reading Superman's like, oh look, can you use your detective skills for this? Ah, really? I know. Well, I mean, look, I know Batman is a a great detective. To and, be fair, he's the world's greatest detective. Well, so yeah, that's his right. thing. Yeah. Well, self that is self-titled, wasn't? Didn't he? Didn't he say that himself? Come on, you know. Uh, and anyway, Superman, I can only imagine, similar with his physical attributes, he would also have um, quite speedy mental attributes. One of the things is... I remembered from Captain America yeah. is that his strategic planning is super fast because he's, you know. Um, above human levels. Now, if Superman is of that same kind of ilk, he'd be able to process information a lot quicker than Batman. Would he not? Uh, yeah, generally. Yeah. He can... Well, I don't want to say he can process it quicker than Batman, but generally he does process things at, like, super yeah. speed. Oh, he would And, then. like, there's, there's the other fact that he's a Pulitzer Prize-winning investigative journalist as well, so... There you go. He, he, knows, what he, he knows what to look for. As well, so journalist, investigator, detective—all the same kind of thing. Really. Like, don't get me wrong; I've enjoyed when they've teamed up. Yep. What I've read, um, and I'm not—I'm not bagging on it. I'm not saying like it's a bad team up. I'm just saying yep. I haven't read all the really acclaimed sure. Superman and Batman stuff, so sure. well, I'm not yeah, in sure. my head. I don't really know how it sort of works. On a regular basis, like... Sure. Well, let me just say, Connor, look, I am batting for Team Soups, and uh, I've got no no compunction to, to rein in my words when I say that. <laughs> Bat- Batman is the... I don't know, how, how shall we say? He's the the ball to, to Superman's chain. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty funny. I'm, I I like hearing unabashed uh, statements like that. It makes me happy, <laughs> especially when I'm not doing it. So, yeah, I mean, well, I don't really know what to say to that. So, like, um, you know, this is a Superman podcast, and uh, genuine, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm on teams red and blue here. So I'm I'm in if we're if we're going Batman v Superman, Dawn of franchise. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then I'm definitely going for Superman, but uh, yep. you know I, I I don't mind Batman. I've read a lot of Bat. I, that's the thing. I've read a lot of solo Batman as well. I've read lots of solo Batman. Uh, oh, okay. So I'm not in the dark on Batman. I'm just in the dark on Superman and Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you have read a lot of Batman, and you yes. But you you because I know you're a big Daredevil fan. So with Batman, it's just but nothing really clicked. I mean, you've read a lot, but you don't maintain that that fandom. Uh, I. Sorry, this is becoming an, uh, an interrogation to Connor Elder. No, no, no. Apologies. I'm, just, I'm trying listeners. to choose my words carefully. Um, don't need to choose words carefully, Connor. Come on. I Batman <laughs> himself. I just I don't think he's that interesting. Right. He. I'm not saying he's a bad character. Right. Not saying that at all. I'm just saying, like, he, oh man, jeez. <laughs> well, I'm look. just saying, like, if you compare him to Daredevil, I find Daredevil a much more interesting character yes. on his own. Batman, what I've always loved about Batman, I've loved the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've loved the type of stories. I love the detective. Mm-hmm. I love when he's a detective. Yes. Uh, like, bingo. Uh, my favorite Batman stuff is like the '70s and the '80s, where mm-hmm. it's very sort of, you know, sort of gothic. Lots of rain. Yes. Uh, you know he's investigating stuff. Yes. Um, and I love I love his villains. Yeah, I I guess, love, uh, yeah. We can't deny that he's got a good rogues gallery. For my sure. favorite Batman characters probably Jim Gordon. Okay. Um, I, I just I love the setting of Batman. I love the villains in Batman. I love the story with Batman and Batman himself is fine. He's perfect. He's perfect for the setting. He's like perfect for the plot. Right. He works for the plot, like he is, you know. But I just, I, I wouldn't do like I wouldn't read like a character study on Batman. You know what I mean? And I have read yeah. character studies on Batman, and I haven't found them that interesting. Um, I think, uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. If I it mean, helps, that's... if it helps, Alan Moore thinks the same thing. So go <laughs> throw your pitchforks at him, not me. <laughs> Look, uh, I would totally agree with you about I. I'm about as a newbie to Batman as I am Superman. So a lot of the stuff I am saying, and I do apologize, super listeners, if I have offended anyone, uh, I really don't know too much about Batman, other than obviously the pop culture um, knowledge that we all share. The few stories that I have read, his detective work, his the stories that are based around his detective work, I think are great. I think they're really, really interesting. You know, um, but yeah, just all the other stuff, meh, I think I tend to agree with you, like the stuff, people, other characters like Daredevil, um, and look, this might be biased, because I, I am a Moon Knight fan, and there are always comparisons, <laughs> let's just say that Batman is um, DC's Moon Knight, uh, yeah, um, I just find that there are a lot more complexities to other characters for the same sort of genre that Batman is. But totally right as well. Look, I love the video game. I love the, the, the dark broodiness. I love Gotham. Actually, I love Gotham the city. I think that the way that that works is good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, him and Superman, uh, look, I'm, I'm new to this game. I would pick Superman. Just, just you know, because he... Yeah. He seems obviously too good and too Boy Scout Superman. But if you strip away that, you know, there's a whole argument, Connor, of, oh, Batman, Superman, oh, Superman's Superman's boring because he's too goody, two shoes, blah, 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 blah. Batman's yeah. brooding, he's got the edginess, you know, this is what we want, we want a bit of grit. But if you look past that superficial layer, um, there's a lot of interesting things about Superman that you can really explore. And this is, this is one of the reasons why, you know, um, we've had long chats um, about Superman, and I'm glad to have met you, Connor, Connor L, um, with your your knowledge of him. Uh, yeah, and this is why we're doing this podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, obviously, the Boy Scout things a very, very surface level mm. oh, um, thing. I don't really feel like I need to. 
argue about the Boy Scout thing because mm, if people no. are listening, they'll know it's not, you know. Yeah. There's there's obviously more to him. Um, yeah. Exactly. And they're just like, there's there's more to Batman, you know, than just being <laughs> gritty. Like, in, that, in fact, that's what that's what I, I really don't like. Yeah. Modern, just when Batman started becoming so internet, like he was... Like, um, uh, I'm just going to use the term. I'm just going to use yeah. it, Batwank. I hate Batwank. Oh. <laughs> like, Batman's better than every other superhero because he's just a human, blah, blah, blah. He can go toe-to-toe with well, Superman. And then he's, it's like, a, he's apparently a human that can bench press, like, 900 two pounds. Two tons? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. Not, that's not human to me. <laughs> he's also super rich. You know? like, yeah. that, that's, that's just my peeve is I can relate to Superman. I can relate to Spider-Man. I can mm. relate to Daredevil. Hell, I can relate to Deadpool. Mm. I can't relate to Batman. Mm. He's just not a relatable dude for me. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. He's super rich. Yes. He's just, like, he's a very, spe- you know, I don't think he's, they, they make a point a lot of, you know, Superman is more human than Batman. And even Batman mm. himself says this. And that's true because Batman's a weird robot person mm. that, is I mean I don't know I've heard I've heard good things about Tom King's Batman yeah that's like sort of humanizing him a lot yeah um but you you know but yeah. you know as well and sorry I don't we don't want to make this a Batman bashing podcast yeah. but it's just that um uh, you know something's just got triggered in my little mind uh, but you know we're talking about Superman being you know massive amount of power and he's way higher in, in power levels than Batman and all that. But Batman, you know, I've heard so many discussions and and fans say Batman, oh, yeah, but he's, you know, he's super rich. He's the world's greatest detective. He's the best fighter. He knows all sorts of forms, and he, he's a master of them all. I mean, how do you how do you compete against that when, when he seems to be, apparently... The best at everything. The best at everything. And that is just... A- because he's really deeply complex because his parents are dead, <laughs> Ray. Yeah. And he's oh, okay. sad about it. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, well, anyway, that that's the thing, uh, you know. Anyway, we, we we shan't go down there. I am sorry if we have offended any Batman fans. Sorry, I am, everyone. I am a Batman fan. I'm just not a fan of Batman specifically, but I'm a Batman fan. Mm. Like it's 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 not a thing. It's just yeah. It, I guess Ray, it sounds like you've been uh, viewing some very frustrating Bat fans on the internet <laughs> at some point um, because they all say the same thing. Yeah, um, just here and there. That's all. It's like that. There was this one article I read. I don't know why I read it, but it's ten reasons Batman is objectively better than Superman. Now let's yeah. go back and look at that word. Objectively, they're just saying this like this isn't an opinion piece. <laughs> this is scientific fact. Like, look, I'm just gonna say, who does <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld like? Who's his favorite superhero? Oh yeah, yeah. there you go. That's uh, you know. yeah. That's oh it's, man. So uh, far out was we have we may have succeeded, Connor, in in scaring our listeners, not the way that we wanted to for this Halloween special. Yeah, I feel really bad because I don't want to be like one of those Superman fans as well. That's like, he, oh, he's better than everyone else. You know, you all suck. Um, yeah, look, oh for sure, and we, we don't want to pit. Superman against anyone, and like we we don't want to start pitting characters. Although we we've done it the last ten minutes, we don't want to pit characters against each other. Yeah, we um, we did pit Batman against Superman as yes. a response to shitty internet arguments. Yeah. Uh, so we we just straw man the hell out of it essentially. But <laughs> some yeah, I don't know. One Ray opened the floodgates, and yeah. then I started being like, yeah, you know what? Oh, that does grind my gears. Oh. Yeah. So I'm a bit of a, a, a mixy spitlick, you know. Yeah. I'm a bit of the. If, I'll just look. I'm just going to say, if you like Batman better than Superman, if you think Superman yeah, sucks, absolutely. that's okay. Absolutely. Oh no, absolutely. And, and you know, <laughs> not trying to cover tracks now, but seriously, personal <laughs> tastes and everything. Like you know, you have your favorites. And as as I said, you know, I I do like Moon Knight, so I'm sure there are there's a, a swathe of of criticism that could be hurled as to why a lot of other characters are better than him. But everyone loves their own stuff, so good stuff. Good on it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, did not mean to be so rude about Batman, so uh, let's just put that down to the the full moon. Yeah, look, we're, we're, we, we just got to... You know what? We're not mad at Batman. No. We're mad at the obnoxious Batman fans. 
yeah. it's different. <laughs> uh, well, you know, and there are obnoxious, obnoxious fans um, anywhere as well. Like, I've been looking not, at a picture of Batman yeah. this whole time, by the way, because <laughs> I have you... a DC Comics book on my floor and it's just been staring at me. So. And, and are you just seething while we're having the, you know, your eyes going red? Are you, you know... No, no, he's just looking at me. It, <laughs> it has knuckles the turning white. Um, no. Uh, anyway, so, sorry. We'll, so... We'll, we'll be getting it. Oh, man. You should wait until we end up covering Dark Knight Returns. Won't that be a fun podcast? Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'll be cool. Um, story where Batman makes Superman his bitch. Oh, really? Okay. Wait, you didn't know that? No, oh, I have no, sorry. no, no, no. None well, all. okay, that's 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 an exaggeration. In fact, oh, I'm really sorry. Because I, I, I thought it's one of those things that, like, there's something, I thought the contents of that book was, like, sort of what everyone knows. Oh, man, I've been living under a rock, really. For it's DC, kind of like, DC, it's kind of like, yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's kind of like what? Well, it's kind of like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. Oh, I'm no. not going to say what the thing is, but I sort of assumed it was like everyone for comic knows. book Every, readers. Everyone knows what happened. No, 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 no. They, they don't. They don't. I know people who've never seen Star Wars. Really? So I don't want to spoil it on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> but, okay. Um, Let's keep type. Let, that's weird. Uh, but anyway, the, but you might be thinking the same thing. Weird that I'm not knowing this Dark Knights thing. But yeah. Anyway, okay. okay. Yeah. Because I, I mean, you always look at. You know, Dark Knight Returns is generally considered one of the greatest comics of all time. It tops a lot of lists. Right. Um, so I just assumed that... Uh, I mean, that's where the... That book is where the Batman versus Superman rivalry... That's where it started, because they were just right. best friends before that. Um, that's where the competitiveness sort of started to seep in, you know? Yes. Right, Whereas okay. We're attacking each other now instead of teaming up. Um, ah, the old let's fight first and then become friends. I mean, you know, that's that's what happens over and over in comics, isn't it? Like, you know, they always pit heroes together. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll say, like, the, the biggest, one of the biggest inspirations for Batman Superman is Dark yeah. Knight Returns. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah. Well. Like, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> let's do right, that. We should probably move on. We should move away from Batman. Because... Are, are we going to share this podcast episode? Are you going to share it in the Bat, uni- Bat Universe website? <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's, uh... <laughs> Just put all the Batman pages and really piss them off. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, nah, sorry. That was the last, last jab. This is Ray's fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, Halloween, I tell you. I go a little crazy. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes Batman's an arrogant dick and he can go suck a chubby because <laughs> I'm just going to say it. jeez. Oh, he's mean sometimes. He is. Oh. He is. Yeah. So Superman, usually yeah, he's just exactly. an evil overlord dictator though when he's mean. So stupid injustice. What a piece of crap. Anyway, <laughs> shall we get on yeah, to I think we shall... our issue? Yeah, absolutely. Let's Go up, up, and away. away. I'm going to hell. Okay. So today we are covering Superman number 344, mm-hmm. which was published in 1980. February. So we're back in the Bronze Age, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have some pretty awesome credits for this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, for cover artists, we have... Uh, can you pronounce that for me? Cover art? Oh, is that Frank, that guy? No. Uh, no. Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Okay, I guess I just did it. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the script was done by Paul Levitz. Mm-hmm. But the story and the plot is by Len Wayne. Ah, oh, legend. Who's a titan. Yes. In comics. Uh, created, his two most notable creations are Swamp Thing and Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's written and a not, lot of and horror. Night, Nightcrawler and Colossus, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, he's mm. written a lot of horror as well, so it's cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, we get him here, and then we have uh, Kurt Swan and Frank Chiaramonte as artists. Obviously, Kurt Swan needs no introduction. Yeah. Um, we have 
Gwyneth uh, Wayne as the colorist. Wonder if she's related to mm, that. Bit of nepotism. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's good coloring though. Oh so. no, it is. It's good. Well done, Glynis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben Oda, the mm-hmm. letterer, and Julius Schwartz, aka Julie Schwartz, the letterer. The title. Editor, sorry. Yeah. The uh, title of the cover is Dracula and the Frankenstein Monster Together in a Mortal Combat with Superman. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> it's a... And then the title in the book is The Monsters Among Us. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about the cover before we go into the story. Yeah. Uh, Look, first, a... first of all, Connor, Connor L do love the supernatural element, so it's really good to see the likes of legendary figures, Dracula and, and Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Like Superman. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was good. I've, yeah. I, God, I remember even last year I was just hunting for a Superman and Drac Superman versus Dracula story, mm. uh, that I hadn't read. Cause there's like another one, but I'd never found this. I just right. stumbled across this, uh, last week. So yeah, I was very happy. Uh, cause I, I love, I've, uh, I love Dracula. Um, you know, yeah, I do too. Up. Actually, yeah, it's really cool. See Nosferatu, the '30s Dracula, ah, the Christopher yes. Lee movies mm-hmm. as well. Um, I've seen the the '30s Frankenstein. I haven't actually read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I love these characters. I love gothic horror. I love rain, oh, castles, lightning. Sorry, Connor, you're saying Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is an absolute winner of a novel. It's really good. I have heard, yes. You've read you've read Bram Stoker's, did you say Dracula? Yes. Yeah, I thought that was very slow, actually. Um, if anything, it was very interesting because it started talking about, you know, technology of the day, which by today's standards is pretty, you know, um, we take for granted. So you have the things in, in Bram Stoker's novel, you have them going to the cinema, you have them... Uh, Mina Harker using the um, a typewriter. All this stuff would have been like science fiction stuff, I think, <laughs> for for people back in the day. Reading it like modern day now, it's kind of like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I found it a little long, but then again, I read that one back in oh, I think when I was in my teens. So it'd be interesting to read it again. I really like the format mm-hmm. of it. How it uses like different journal entries. And, yeah, yeah, the format's great. Yeah. Like the newspaper articles and stuff. Yep. yep. Um, you know, I I did like how Francis Ford Coppola adapted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, although oh, yeah. he made two very questionable decisions. Uh... Won't go into the second one because it's the ending, but number one. Oh, okay, yep. Why is Van Helsing a creepy, weird old dude? <laughs> that's like creeping on 20 year old chicks because yeah. van helsing is my favorite thing about every dracula story oh and oh, they don't really tell me, don't tell me you love the van helsing movie though oh i hate it yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not van helsing van yeah. helsing's a man of science like <laughs> yeah. you know he's not um like a church weapon fallen angel mm. i mean god damn even had a huge act man but i <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, if you haven't read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, that is a ripper. I, look, I read this when I was in my teens, so, uh, you know, it could be very different. But I enjoyed the pacing of um, of Mary Shelley's. It's not that I mean, long. I've, I've heard it's very good. It's very I've good. It's, it's like, very good, yeah. I've heard no adaptation, movie adaptations, really similar to the novel, so... No, but I did enjoy um, the Kenneth Branagh movie with uh, Robert De Niro. That was actually quite gothic. And quite, is that where De Niro is uh, the monster? He is brilliant as a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when it first came out. We went to the cinemas and we, you know, we just watched Cape Fear, and it's like, would he really be a good Frankenstein's monster? But he, he's good. He's good. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah interesting. Uh, I mean, have you seen the nineteen thirty one Frankenstein? No. This has one of. This has one of the like sort of creepiest unsettling scenes i've seen in a movie oh uh it's just very yeah um well halloween's coming up maybe watch it then oh yeah 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 halloween (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, so sorry, we're, again, we're sidetracking again. This is what Well, happens. we're not really sidetracking well, because yeah. this story does feature Dracula and the Frankenstein monster that in immortal combat with Superman. Uh, so, yeah, we have Frankenstein's holding Superman in like a bear hug, reverse bear hug, and mm-hmm. Dracula's about to bite his neck and Superman's got like a horrified look on his face. Yes. They're on top of a castle. We got like lightning and rain. The sky's blood red. It's a uh, very horror setting. Um, Superman's it's quite a um, open shot there of his crutch. I, I do like. Uh, I do you have like a problem the... with the super crotch, or <laughs> I don't know. He's well. He's flailing. He's got Frankenstein's monster bear hugging him, so it's a bit hard to. He's trying yeah. to get away. Uh, I do love the depictions of of Dracula and Frankenstein. Mm. I'll just call it yeah. Frankenstein, right? I mean, we all know it's Frankenstein's monster, but let's just call him Frankenstein, yeah. Okay, I'm not doing it in my summary. Um. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying that because I'm just too lazy. I can't be bothered. It's fair enough. Frankenstein's yeah. monster. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's pretty good. He looks, he's in terror, isn't he? Um, yes. Superman. And uh, that... by two things, I'd be mm. like, oh. Mm. And there are a few questions. I mean, once we get into it, there are a few questions I have for you, kind of L. But yeah, uh, I have questions too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, shall I get into the summary then? Sure. It's a dark and stormy night in Metropolis. That is, until the citizens are in danger from the ferocious lightning storm and Superman has to send the storm away with his heat vision. He then heads to an old castle where he is due to cover a story as Clark Kent. He arrives and meets Lois Lane and a Mrs. McArdle, as well as other participants of the upcoming seance. Most important member being Cassandra Kraft, a blind medium who senses Clark's inner nobility burning like a great fire, despite his outward behavior as a very meek and humble Clark Kent. The seance is being conducted at midnight on the 50th anniversary of the death of Roland Randall, a modern master of mysticism. As per instructions he left before his death, they conduct the seance. But the spirit of Roland Randall is greatly agitated, warning them not to summon him now as he is the only one holding them back. With that last warning shouted, Cassandra screams and passes out for a moment. Clark goes to the window and observes the storm seems to be back, even though he sent it miles away earlier. With his supervision, he scans the clouds and spots two nightmarish figures, and abruptly excuses himself, feigning cowardice. As he changes into Superman and departs, what appears to be Dracula and Frankenstein's monster burst through the castle to abduct Cassandra, but are thwarted when Superman intervenes. After a brief fight where neither is able to hurt the other, Dracula and the monster flee. Dracula then hides as a vampire bat and overhears that Superman has no special resistance to magic. He then plans to bite Superman and drain his blood, thereby gaining his invulnerability, rendering him immune to a stake in the heart, and finally being able to kill Cassandra as without the person who summoned them, they cannot be sent back to their realm. When daylight hits, Superman heads off to find a cure while Lois stays in the castle with Cassandra. Unfortunately, he has to attend a meeting as Clark Kent. During said meeting, Frankenstein's monster starts wreaking havoc and eating all the cakes from a food truck. Clark is refused dismissal from the meeting, so he is forced to secretly suckle the air out of the room so everyone needs to rush outside. As Superman, he tackles the monster and takes the fight to a construction yard. Before the fight is concluded, however, Frankenstein's monster is called back by his master, Dracula, as it's nearly sundown. Superman races back to the castle, but on the way, grabs a balloon. The relentless storm returns that night as Superman is guarding Cassandra. When Dracula and Frankenstein's monster arrive, they fight on the ramparts, and eventually Superman sets Frankenstein's monster on fire with his heat vision and knocks him out with an uppercut. Dracula then attempts to use his powers of mind control on Superman, but Superman is able to resist just enough to pull out the hydrogen balloon that he had from earlier. He uses super pressure and heat vision to create a small artificial sun, which floors Dracula. But again, after a brief respite, Dracula begins to rise along with Frankenstein's monster. As they are about to do battle, the Phantom Stranger arrives, thanking Superman for doing much of his task for him. With screams of protest by Dracula, him and Frankenstein's monster are enveloped in the stranger's cloak and sent back to the world they truly belong to, 
the world of Nightmare. As the sun rises, the Phantom Stranger disappears, while Superman, Lois, and Cassandra enjoy its warmth. The end. Yes. So, that was the story. (laughs) That was the story. And who knew, Connor, let's just, you know, who knew, you know, wooden stakes, put them away. You know, holy water, I don't want it. (laughs) Garlic, just leave that alone. Just give me a balloon. Yeah. All I need is a balloon. I'm going to Transylvania. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a it's a it's a very fun issue yes. i must say and it kind of like that kind of summed it up a little didn't it oh, for me this whole balloon oh thing. definitely it's it's yeah it's a fun issue and it's also cool to see superman fight dracula yeah as well yeah um yeah and I, I loved, like, the, the artwork is fantastic. Artwork's really uh, good. So, having learnt of Kurt Swan from Action 1000 from you, Connor, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed this. Sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. That, I was done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and there's a level of, look, and I have said, you know, I haven't read much DC. I am a newbie to DC and Superman. But when I was young, I did flirt with a couple of issues here and there. And to me, this is very nostalgic, uh, mm. even to the, the, the point of the, the artwork, the colouring, uh, even to the point of this um, <clears throat> this copy that I have and the particular paper stock that you see. Uh, it's actually bringing back just a flood of, of, of uh, sentimental mm. feelings, Yeah, actually. Uh, and it's, yeah, it was, it was a very, uh, ironically, a very, very warm issue to, to read. Yeah. Mm. I... I, um, I absolutely love that uh like just the way clark is drawn i think this encapsulates mm. perfectly the way clark is drawn in the panel where she's talking about his nobility mm-hmm. inside him just his face yes i don't know i just i just love that rendition of clark kent it's classic isn't it it's yeah really it definitely good. is um and yeah i i th- I, I really like the first page as well where superman is getting struck by lightning yeah, okay. See, I was, I thought that was for me, just personally, I thought that was probably the weakest out of out of the whole the whole issue. Okay. Uh, I really enjoyed the depiction of Superman throughout. Uh, f- not weakest in I don't want to like it's not terrible, but it, oh, was, it was it was like uh it just immediately pr- improved from then. And like uh looking back it's like, "Oh, you know, uh I'm, it, it just got better and better in that sense." Yeah. 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 Um, very good. And I want to also note as well, so they go to a, a seance and they want to contact the dead, all very kind of gothic and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, we have to remind the the listeners and the readers as well that with Dracula and Frankenstein, uh, around the time when those novels were written, uh, actually things like uh, seances and uh, table levitation was quite popular were quite popular social things to do mm. so you'd you know you'd have a, a night out you'd just go oh, look Connor can I come over yours we'll get a couple of friends over let's see if we can um, levitate this table with our with our minds or let's see if we can speak <laughs> to the dead no yeah this was a popular thing back in it so yeah it was, it was a really nice little homage to to obviously the supernatural elements of of this issue having yeah yeah i mean it's such a classic setup like Mm. as he says the only thing that's missing is the storm because well that's what i found funny as well storming a metropolis and he just tells it to go away pretty much yeah and just sends it off (laughs) yeah and he's quite powerful isn't he in the 80s right so this is there's even a reference of him moving planets so is he that strong in this yeah this is before superman got hit with a nerf hammer um okay so he's quite strong. Yeah. Uh, definitely one of his most powerful versions. Uh, he is depowered in this era, briefly. He's running around with like a third of his power. Okay. Because uh, Dennis O'Neill um, wanted to get rid of some of his power, but I don't think that stuck for that long. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, God, there's three moments in this book that are, I absolutely love, and they're all absurd. Uh, the first one is when... Clark needs to get out of that meeting, so he just starts suffocating everyone. Yeah, that was hilarious. It's like, yeah. like, hang on, Clark, you, you're that powerful. You might kill them all. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's like, oh, crap, I need air. i got to get out of here. And <laughs> then in the very next, we have Frankenstein's monster eating cakes. 
Yeah, I love it. They're just and uh, obviously the third moment being when he creates a sun with the balloon. Yeah, and uh, just floors Dracula. Like I just I did not expect that at no. all. Because uh, Superman's defeated vampires before, but never with a balloon. No. So that was a. Uh, have you have yeah. you have you read much Len Wayne stuff? Does he do this sort of stuff like really extreme, or maybe even uh, I don't know if they're in jokes like you know with Frankenstein, you know eating cake and stuff. Um, Is there a bit of tongue in cheek there or? Not from what I've heard. Okay. And um, yeah, not not from what I've heard at all. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what. I'm pretty sure I read. Uh, I just can't remember exactly what when when Wayne stuff I've read, but like, yeah, I think it's just this story specifically that's a bit, uh, you know, cheeky. Yes, I don't know. Um, it's definitely a horror story, but it's also with a, yeah, it's it's just, yeah, it, it's kind of it's kind of like a Superman Halloween special. It's not it's not really dark if you know what I mean. No, um, no, not at all. No. But it has that. It really does have that nice uh, horror, well, like gothic element, you know. With with the atmosphere, yeah. Atmosphere, yeah. If if only just amongst whenever you see Dracula and Frankenstein on, on screen, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we have Phantom Stranger showing up at the end, which I didn't expect either, and that was awesome because I really like Phantom Stranger. Yeah. So. Who was that dude? What is he? Uh, that's a good question because he doesn't actually. Well, I don't know if he's gotten one in the past couple of years but uh he doesn't actually have uh origin he has like a few possible origins Mm -hmm. um and it's kind of like i think one's more likely than the others but you don't really know for sure right what his origin is but basically uh in his inception he was wandering around debunking fake magicians Uh but since then he's become like a well a phantom stranger that goes around like dealing with magic and cosmic threats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, John Byrne did a really awesome Phantom Stranger and Superman team up. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 86's post-nerf, so this is like less powerful Superman. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like Phantom Stranger whenever he pops up. I've is read he, a couple of his stories. Is he around still? Has he been retconned and modernized or anything like that? Or He should still be around. He doesn't no. have a title. No. I haven't seen him pop up yeah. lately. Um, I don't know if he's been in it since the new 52. Right. Um, yeah, because as I said, I'm not, I'm not up to date with DC. Yeah. Fair uh, so yeah, but he's a cool cat, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, him and Superman make a good team. I like it. Uh, he doesn't pop up for, Longer, it's literally three panels. <laughs> well, he seemed to have everything under control. Like, yeah, he pretty much just nullified the whole the whole thing by swooping in and. Like, and thanks, Superman. I got it from here. Yeah, is he like is he like Cloak then from Cloak and Dagger? Does he? It's got a big cape and teleports him away somewhere. No. No. No, it's like magic. Oh, okay, magic. Okay, sure. Ah, which which brings me to another point here, Connor. So mm. I do remember you saying that Superman is susceptible to magic and it's mentioned here for sure, yeah. for sure. But um, I don't know, would you, I, I don't consider, I had not considered supernatural stuff magic. Like magic's like, I don't know, to me it's different. It's, it's uh, supernatural's in a whole different... Yeah, magic is like spells, mm. you know, not Dracula's teeth. Yeah. Um, I Super, guess... Maybe a mysticism to it, I guess, but I don't know. I guess Dracula counts as magic here, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think he generally is, like, uh, you know, the, the other times I've seen Superman go up against vampires, he is in mm. danger of being bitten by them. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Um, so it's a pretty big assumption from Dracula, from our Vlad... That he can actually penetrate the the skin of Superman it is, do you know from other subsequent readings is that possible anyway? Or uh, it was really funny. I haven't. Um, I've only seen like the panel where it happens. I haven't read. I think it was in a Justice League one, mm-hmm. and a vampire bites in Superman's neck. Mm-hmm. It might be Dracula actually. I'm not sure. And he just disintegrates. Yeah. Right. Because uh, Superman. Like has so much solar energy in him. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, immune. I mean, what I'm saying. 
one of the big weaknesses is is daylight and sun and Superman is physiology Absorbs, is yeah. yeah is way different. So, uh, does Superman have red blood? Do we do we know? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just wondering. I thought. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was green. I don't know why. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely red. Okay. Um, you'll you'll find out if you ever read, read Death of Superman. It's everywhere. Um, ah, yes. So, yeah. I, I didn't so, open my copy of that, Connor, because I thought I'd make millions off it, remember? Back in the Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's still not worth that much. No, it's still, um, a, still a buck. Which is why it's, you know, everyone's buying these, like, 18 million variants that are coming out. It's like, man, Death of Superman's not even worth yeah. <laughs> much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. so that cleared up the, the, the magical thing. I just wanted to, yeah, I thought that was a, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And it actually does make him a bit weaker, Superman. And I guess it's like, uh, everyone says he's like, oh, magic is like, like kryptonite. Whereas it's not, he just, he doesn't have any resistance to it. Like, he's, he has as much mm. resistance to magic as like Batman or any other human. Yeah, yeah um, he still retains his strength, he can still fly, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, like ma- yeah. magic isn't super effective against him. It's just, like, normal effective like other people, so... Or does it affect him in, in some other way as well? Because Dracula, he's gone toe-to-toe with Superman, and Superman is one big hitter. So yes. if uh, if Drax here can friggin' swing punches at Superman or take punches from him, he's got to be pretty powerful. I, I did not think Dracula would be that powerful. Well, this isn't Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, uh, is it meant to be? It's kind of meant to be, isn't it? No? Or... Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's like not specifically from that book because I feel like oh, if Bram okay, Stoker's yeah, Dracula yeah. got punched by Superman, he'd be like missed. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but may- oh, maybe maybe since this Dracula's magic, Superman's punches are just like a normal person's Yeah, punches. that's what I'm thinking. Maybe that maybe it has um, affected him. Yeah. Or Dracula's just super invulnerable, but yeah, yeah. Um, maybe uh, Superman's punches are just like normal against Dracula, which doesn't make that much sense. But hey, this comic is like not no uh, realistic. <laughs> no, exactly. No, exactly. There's a certain uh, willi- willingness to suspend your disbelief for this. Um, yeah, I mean, you, when yeah. you beat up Dracula with a balloon. Yeah, but... exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> this was. Yeah, yeah, the the balloon thing was hilarious. I thought, um, I don't know. It's just why didn't Superman just um, laser? What do you, how do you, what do you term when he uses his red eyes? What, heat what vision. He, heat vision. Why doesn't he just use his heat vision on Dracula as well? Um, yeah. man, <laughs> I don't know. maybe it, maybe it wouldn't work there either. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Because he, he does just set, like, Frankenstein's monster on fire with his heat vision and then just, yeah. like, punches him. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I didn't do that with Dracula. Then again, like, he had he had a plan for Dracula mm. already with the balloon. <laughs> the, the balloon. So, yeah. 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 Um, plus, I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe he just didn't feel like vaporizing Dracula. Uh, who knows? Like, True. like, the first time they tussled, Superman was kind of like caught off guard, like, "Hey, that's Dracula." And then the next time they tussled, yeah. Superman had a plan. So had a plan. Yeah, and I will point out this is not the because uh, Dracula and Frankenstein's monster did exist in DC in oh. this timeline. This, these aren't the same guys. Oh, okay, okay. These are yeah. disposable. Well, they end up in the the realm of nightmare. So yeah, I don't think they come. I don't think these no. specific versions ever come back. Yeah. Oh, there's uh, one really cool bit here I really enjoyed. It took me just a little bit of a double take. When Superman is uh, being restrained by Frankenstein and he flips him over to Dracula and they smash into the wall and then Superman builds a fortress out of the debris to, to encase them. The, uh, uh, yeah. A little mini prison. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, he does that a lot. It was like... He's, he's so fast, he can just build, like, a little prison at super <laughs> speed after he's knocked him into a wall. <laughs> that's, that, so he, he does that in, in other cases, does he? Yeah. That's so cool. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's super fast, like... Yeah. Um, which, you know, yeah. There's one of his... <laughs> I mean, people, like, people just say that's evidence of being him being really overpowered, but Frankenstein just breaks out of the wall, yeah, like, straight exactly. away. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, because I, I thought that... I didn't pick up on that. 
like, but yeah, now I'm looking at it. Yeah, he's just he's super speed building like a prison. <laughs> yeah, it's around. Yeah, uh, he's, he's got the mortar happening. I don't know where he, how he did that. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's great. He's got good proportions to the window. I mean, the guy could literally be a a builder or an architect. He's, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's super at architecture. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Uh, there's a lot of fun in this issue, I must yeah. say, uh, and and it's not to be. Look, if you go in in it, looking for, you know, world solving things and and uh, a level of depth to it, you're not. It, it does exactly what it says on the tin, and basically, it's a, a bit of a tussle between Superman and some supernatural beings, and uh, and and that's what you get. You get a, a fair bit of action, which is good. Um, and it's a yeah it's yeah. a fun comic um mm. if you ever come across it uh or you know for a reasonable like cheap price mm. or you ever find it online I'd, I'd recommend reading it yeah um especially especially if you're a fan of superman and you're a fan of like frankenstein and dracula like you just you have to read it right i mean yeah yeah um, it's just yeah it's just a lot of fun um i mean it, it's typical <laughs> of like a lot of stories of this era as well just like a lot of sort of crazy fun um with like really weird concepts like yeah. you know using super pressure and heat to make a balloon into a sun um <laughs> fantastic that still, yeah i'm so flummoxed and just uh, just clark yeah. kent shenanigans as well like he's just like yeah. whoops uh i'm just gonna bail because <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and, do, you, uh, do you know much of this uh this tom Selleck looking guy at the beginning the randolph or randall or what's his name um, Roland Randall. Roland um, Randall. Is he big or what? No, I assumed he was just here for this story. I'll look him up. Okay. Um, he certainly has a Magnum PI look about him. Because I'm not super well versed in like uh, other characters that aren't Superman in DC, mm. or debatably even Superman himself. Um, um, Alright, so I've made an uh, effort to read Superman stories from every time and era and read heaps and hundreds of issues, but, you know, I've barely read any Superman and Batman issues, so... Um, plenty I'm, of time, plenty of time. I'm pretty sure this is the only time he ever pops up. Okay. So his only yep. appearance is as a portrait on the wall. Yes, could be wrong. Any super, super horror buffs can uh, tell us, but, uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It's a monster, fun mon- little monster mash. Uh, you have anything else to add? Um, just uh, having a look. Sorry, my copy has slightly frozen, so I cannot progress. Um, okay. No, I no, I think that was that was pretty good. We didn't see much of Lois, which was uh, which was a shame. I wanted to see a bit more of Lois. Um, but yeah, no, other than that, it was just a pretty self-contained, like nice little one shot. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't think we need to see more of Lois. No, because we we already have we have Frankenstein, Dracula, and Cassandra, who are all major players. Yeah, in the story, so I feel like Lois might have quieted things a bit. Um, well, she was there at the beginning, wasn't she? Did I get that wrong? She's she's there yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. She because she's just looking after Cassandra. Um, and who were who were the other people? Who were the other the two men there? That uh, again, I'm sorry, I'm just struggling to open the. Issue. Right. Um, um they, they say who they are. They're like uh I think they're kind of let's see, um they're all part of like the same sort of society. Oh, there's the, like yeah, society's okay. founder there, and then there's the guy who brought uh like imported the castle to America. Yeah, okay. But they're all oh. they're all purely driven just for this issue as well. they there's no they're not <laughs> No. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay, cool. Um I I might yeah, I might look up Cassandra because I'm kind of curious about yeah, it, but I Cassandra, really doubt. Yeah, it, there's a bit of legs to that. Like she might, um, you know, there's potential there for for her character, um, but um, yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not too sure. Um, oh, she she's definitely a character. Oh, there you go. Oh, she's all oh, right. She's a Phantom Stranger character. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Oh, so anyone who were Phantom Stranger fans would have picked that up straight away. Yeah, so she's she's mostly appeared in Phantom Stranger and Superman. Cool. Um, she hasn't appeared in many issues. So I think it's like less than twenty in total. But right. Yeah. So she's a thing. That's cool because I liked her. So yeah, she's good. She's good. 
Um, yeah, no, nothing else to add other than also if ever it does seem to rain, um, I'd love to have Superman over to just, you know, blow it and heat it all away. Man, I would like him to cause some rain because <laughs> sick of this. Yeah. But, uh, yep, cool. Well, excellent. Um, right. So how many balloons do you give Ooh, yeah. that issue, right? How many uh, mini, what is it, artificial suns? Artificial suns created from hydrogen balloons with super pressure <laughs> and heat vision. I would give this. This was this was a joyous read. Um, comparing it to like last week's with uh, that super crossover with the Silver Surfer Superman. Uh, yeah. The different different levels of enjoyment. Um, but I'll have to give this one just a, a slightly lower one anyway. I'd, I'd say sort of seven seven balloons out of ten. Yeah. Uh, uh... Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Seven balloons. Um, yeah. It's really fun, you know. Um, it's yeah, exactly. It's just fun. It's nothing like yeah. mind blowing, but it's just awesome to see this fun little crossover. It's probably like an issue that you'd read, like to take a break from like a massive arc or something that you're reading, or a massive trade. You know, just it's a bit of light entertainment. It's a bit of a, um, yeah, just just like it's just popcorn. Yeah, there's um, there's, there's nothing really bad about it. Mm. Like. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, I, I've rated this a seven, but I think there was a few stories in Action Comics One Thousand I rated a seven. That old, I definitely put this <laughs> above them. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Bendis I, one. I, yeah. No, I rated that a two. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> um, you know, probably like the opening Dan Jurgens story and stuff. Oh, I'll put, okay. I'll yeah. put this above because I just enjoyed this more. Oh, you know? okay. Um, well, I prefer a very easy read. I mean, and, and I'm not saying that just because, like, there's no dialogue. I mean, there's there's sufficient dialogue here, and um, but it was just an easy read, wasn't it? It was just really effortless. Yeah. There's an action packs Superman fights Dracula. Like, I prefer that to, yeah. you know, uh, the Superman Day ceremony or whatever. So. Uh, okay. I, I still probably would um, have that one, pip, pip this one at the post a little. The yeah. The one, yeah. yeah but, I just, yeah, uh, I guess I'm just saying my rating system's, like, not super consistent. Get oh it yeah, super yeah. consistent. Oh, um, and, uh, <laughs> uh, but also the same as well. It's it's um a different level of of it's a different type of book, isn't it? Different type. Yeah, of it's issue. different different type. You can't really compare them. Yeah, uh, I just yeah. know I enjoyed this more because uh, as as a big horror Dracula fan, yeah. you know this is this is a treat. Yeah, exactly. A little yeah. under a uh, little gem I found. So a little yeah, jam and a, and a little just another little pl- no wife beaters here as well. So it's a plus. Um, no, but yeah, Dracula is a serial killer, I guess. Ah, uh, yeah, true. Um, <laughs> he has three wives. Oh, he doesn't beat them though. But... <laughs> just just drinks from them. Uh, oh wait, no, they're not his wives; they're his brides. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Anywho. I believe that. Does us. Our next episode is still going to be George Reeves' Adventures of Superman. Mm. So I'll look forward to that. But this one, this Halloween, little Halloween special has been fun. It's, yes, um, it's kind of come about all of a sudden. But it was a good chance to read this uh, this issue and uh, to have a bit of spookiness in our podcast. Yep, uh, had a blast doing it. Super fun. Apologies for the like strangely long Batman conversation at the start. <laughs> we will be having Sorry. a proper yeah yeah. Uh, the, I, I got caught off guard with a lot of that stuff as well, so my answers might be bad. But we will be having uh, proper Batman conversations yeah. in the future yes. because in this day and age, Batman is indeed a part of the Superman mythology. Yes, whether we like it or not. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, uh, yeah. And apologies, look, um, look, listeners, it's just my naivety and ignorance of the character just allows me to let loose. So, uh, you know, I'll try yes. to rein it in. But uh, yeah, <laughs> don't, was... don't, don't bother reining it in. It's oh, great. Yeah. It was... Okay. Alrighty. Well, uh, you yeah, know, Connor, this was uh, this was a good one. Um, any, uh, you know, any plans for Halloween itself? Are you going to buy a pumpkin, make a Mongol head? pumpkin for your front doorstep something like that or i do not have the talent for that but i'm just gonna watch a couple of movies i think oh are you a horror buff oh yeah definitely Ah. Uh, definitely 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 one of my favorite things it's horror um right 
So, yeah, just watching a couple movies. Uh, Italian one. Uh, what about you? Uh, for Halloween, nothing really. I'll try to... I'm going to try to maybe check out... Is it The Haunting on Hill House or something like that? There's yeah, a I've heard out. good things about that. Yeah, same as well. So, see if I can turn the lights off. See if I can give myself a bit of a scare. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> other than that, I'll be reading comics or, um, checking out a, another, another Superman, uh, yeah, Superman comic for Sounds sure. Sounds good. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well Ooh. then. Yes. Uh, I guess, well, still gonna find the way out of this house, but we should be out of here by the time the next episode comes out, hopefully. Yeah. And then again, might be better than our usual location. It could be. Although the, the cackling in the distance kind of worries me. But uh, Well, yeah. <laughs> look, we'll just get some balloons. We'll be fine. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, everyone, make sure you get your garlic all prepped and your balloons <laughs> and your electric fences for trick-or-treaters. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy, have a happy Halloween. I don't know if people wish people happy Halloween. Enjoy. Have a spooky Halloween. (laughs) Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com, our Twitter, at lskpodcast, our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.